As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And they, they emailed me twice, actually. And I was like, no, this is completely spam. Because they I talk about Beyonce all the time. So I'm like, this is like somebody trying to, but they want my social security number or something. I can't do it. <laughs> so do you know Beyonce's team is so powerful that they found, don't know how, this is not public record, found my school I my school email, like my student they email. They wanted you. Like, wow, you own, I didn't realize that they were you so own, persistent. I had no idea. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Overshare. Oh, Max is behind me, and he just looks so comfortable. Gosh, I would Sorry, love guys. To... If, if you're watching online, uh, I'm just admiring my dog lounging. Jocelyn's here, too. Hello. Hello. Yes, I am here, but Max is far more important. Let's be real. I would love to be your dog for the day. Do right? you think Max and I could switch lives for a day? I feel like that would be some quality content. It's just like napping, coming in and whining at me, but like not ever. Oh, like I... He comes and whines at me and I'm like, genuinely, I don't know what you want. And I really want to know. <laughs> I know, which is why, which is why it's so weird. Let's go into our first segment because I have yes. mine. Okay, great. So over it. What she said. All right, Lil, what are you over? I'm over, um, one, not being able to communicate with my dog. And <laughs> two, uh, him <gasps> whining at me. After, like, immediately after we go outside. So he has peed, he has pooped, he's eaten, he has water. What else could he possibly need aside from just, like, attention? But he doesn't want pets. Like, unless I'm going to get up and, like, play with him. I, But also, like, I feel like he does, dogs don't, like, whine to get you to play with them. So I just, I'm so, I like, I need to know what he's thinking. You know, that's why it was always so fascinating to me on the previous iteration of this show, Overshare, which was only on YouTube. It was like a YouTube talk show, which I guess this kind of is too. One of the questions we asked every single guest was, would you rather be able to speak any language on the planet Earth or communicate with animals? And any any human language. Right, of course. Yes, of course. Or communicate with animals. And obviously, every single person answered, I want to talk to animals because I want to know what my dog is thinking. But have you ever considered like going to a dog psychic or like some sort of like ghost whisperer for your dog to try to get like his vibes? You know, for a second, my eyes lit up like, oh, maybe I should. But then I was like, no, I'm not spending money on that. That is not a real thing. I did I see post about psychics recently that was like, I don't believe in psychics. And if there are any that are out there, it's like a very select few that would never like let everyone know. Yes. It's not and the people I, that are like doing like phone lines. I mean, you and I have participated in kind of a lot of content in that world. And I finally kind of said- a lot, but too. 
No, at least three videos. One. Remember the crystal healer, the oh. lip reader, that lady who like brought us on her show and then wanted us to read her that mind. One. That was, that was the great. worst, one of the worst yeah. experiences I've ever had. And after that, I said, never again will I participate in this because also like if these people, and I do think people have like special abilities and stuff, but like, then why aren't they like telling the future right now? Like, why couldn't we get exactly. ahead of COVID? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that people are there's certain people that are like very very intuitive and totally like agree. really good at reading people so like I agree maybe some kind of energy reader I believe more in that yes psychics I'm like I it just feels like you would be using like like you said it I don't I don't really yes. know how it works but like if you could control it at all like if you're able to have people come in and like them pay you to give their future reading I, it feels like maybe you should be using it for something better. I also feel like it would just be such a stressful life. Like you would have so much stuff going through your brain right? all the time that you would need to like release more of it. So that's why I'm always or like, like confused. take a lot of Xanax. Like logistically, I'm like genuinely confused because I'm like, why are these people not sharing more information with us? You know, they don't know it, <laughs> which I definitely think too, based on my own personal experiences, I totally understand other people have different beliefs and experiences, but however, through my multiple shoots in, in this world, I have come to be like, no, thank you essentially. Oh. So yes. So you can't communicate with Max and that's what well, you're upset so, about. So I'm like, are you over psychics or do you want to do a different one? <laughs> oh, well, obviously that's like something I already am over, but the other thing I'm over is the fact that I just want to say to all the people in Silicon Valley listening and watching this show, all the developers of new technology, oh, I so just many. would like to, to pleasantly request that we don't make anything else because I can't make any more video content. Um, my time is so taken up and I just recently discovered that Snapchat has made our followers public. So you know how many people are following you now on Snapchat. And I never knew until last week how many people had following me. And it's a lot. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to start doing Snapchat again. And then it's TikTok and it's YouTube. And then did it's, you see it's, that Twitter has stories now? I can't, I don't, I just, I got to tell the Silicon Valley people, please, please Chill don't, the fuck out. please stop. I love you so much, but, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't have love no more you, time. mean it, but <laughs> need some space. <laughs> but like, Lil, really realistically, obviously we have a podcast and we are like, I would say <gasps> we're, you, we're YouTubers more than anything. Um, we make video content, but what other apps are you down to get down with? And what other ones are you like, I just can't with you? I don't know how to say this without it coming across as just... Uh, bad <laughs> but that uh, if I'm not gonna be make like at this point in my life and my health and my career I at, if I'm not making money off of it and it's not bringing me joy which none of these new like TikTok brings me joy to watch other people totally spending an entire day to make something that's 30 seconds that doesn't make any money that may or may not be seen by like what I, it's not personally fulfilling enough for me to be doing that. So I'm kind of at this point where if it's not making money, then I don't really care. But well, also listen, it's like that's fair. TikTok, I guess, could make you money eventually, but that's such an investment up front to like hopefully get it. And there's no, I, I'll stick to YouTube for now. And I like that you added, if it's not bringing you joy, 
because that's a big thing too. I think opportunity costs everything. Making TikToks, then yeah, absolutely. But like, it literally, I'm like, I just spent so long doing that, and it's like, yeah, it's funny, but like, I'm not like really, really glad I did it. You know? Yeah, and I think I don't have like a genre to lead into on TikTok, so I've just been posting very random things that are like meaningless. Don't don't have any skills, so. (laughs) But I only post up on TikTok if like I think it's funny and I want to post it, and it brings me joy. And again, Pinterest has been bringing me a lot of joy. Also, Pinterest does monetize and will be monetizing more in the future, so I'm into that. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but Megan Tonjes really spoke to my soul when she came on our show. And she was like, there's a lot of girls doing these like videos, trying on a bunch of outfits. And she's like, just the concept of me doing that all day and not liking it and spending a whole day working on it. I just, I don't want to do like, maybe people would like it, but it's not going to bring me joy. Why do you think I quit? (laughs) Clever. (laughs) You were sick of doing stuff like that. Literally, (laughs) I had so many times that I, and I, felt like an asshole saying it, but I had to be like with beauty tripping. Cause that would be like, to be in that show you had, I was in a lot of the episodes, which first of all, we would get comments all the time. That's like, Lily puts herself and all. No, I did not put myself in the episodes. I would just get an email that I'm in it and I have to show up because that Listen, was Listen, you were in high demand. You were the star. You needed to be in the videos. Like, there was a, f- a few things that I suggested that like, because I suggested it, then I did it. But anyone could have suggested things. Anyway, that was like usually a very like almost like an all day shoot. So if I was doing that, like I couldn't really do anything else. And also it was like, oh, what are some like exciting new ideas we could do? And I remember always being like, guys, I can only get so excited about my (laughs) 80th facial that I literally didn't want to begin with. (laughs) And I don't want to sound ungrateful because yes, this is delightful. But would I ever in a million years have done this on my own time? No, no, no. So it's like, there's stuff that we did that was definitely fun. But then after a period of time, and even now I've been in this like reflective period of kind of like what I want to do with my own channel, because I was doing a bunch of story times and it was actually the most my channel had grown like since I started it. But then I was like, yeah. But then when someone goes, Hey, what do you do? And you're like, Oh, I have a YouTube channel. And then they're like, cool. What's your YouTube channel about? And then you're like, stories, times, Uh, (laughs) the times I got drunk in college. Like it's, and it's not that they aren't entertaining. Like I'll watch them back and think that they're funny. And I understand that they are delightful for other people to watch. I hope the people that actually watch them. They are. They're delightful to watch. I thoroughly enjoy. So it's like, it's not like it's like pointless, stupid content. Cause it's like, it's, and it's a distraction for people, something enjoyable to watch. But at the end of the day, I'm like, but then I'm like, what am I doing? And you know what? <laughs> like, it I doesn't think... take it skill for me to tell a story about myself. So it feels like a cop out that I'm just like, can I do and something that okay. I feel like I, I think, can show someone? I think it's good like, to of? do. I think it's good to make that kind of content for the masses because people love your entertaining life. But you also have to do something that fulfills you. So you have to kind of figure out. And we're so fortunate, by the way, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday that we live in a world where curating your own career is like common and accepted and is only going to continue to be. When you think about like two generations ago, literally everyone was just like, got to go to my nine to five. People didn't have this like entrepreneurial opportunity or spirit. It wasn't something 
Like the choose your own adventure lifestyle was not a thing. Well, and I think technology wasn't. Right. And as... now, I mean, we have so many opportunities that allow us. It's so cool to be able to have the freedom to do what we're doing. But one thing I would like to say on the record is <laughs> I love, I loved beauty tripping. I loved going I, on that show. I did too. I, I, I don't want it facials. to sound like I... I don't want no, to you sound like it I too. didn't like it. You know, I enjoyed all the stuff you we did, did, but there would be like, especially when we would get asked for like, what do you really want to do? And it's like, I want to take a nap. Like I'm fucking <laughs> tired. Like I don't want to do anything at this point. Like, <gasps> please just let me sit. <laughs> no, I totally understand. It was exhausting though. And you know, I mean, I think it's great that you're reflecting because you can be the master of your own destiny and do whatever the F you want. Now my problem, I just was telling my friend the other day that I have like a few things that I've started that I'm like, I just have too many ideas. I think I was really burned out and it's starting to like, I'm slowly, the flame is being lit again. Oh, good. And, and I'm just like, I have too many ideas. And then my ADHD <laughs> is like, uh, too, you're too excited about all of them. So I just don't start any. Well, speaking of our over it, it's time to hear from one of our listeners. Hey, ladies, um, it's Corey calling from Central New York. Basically, what I'm over this week is, and I've been over this for a while, actually. Like, let me be real with you. I just don't think anyone should ever comment on anybody's body or, like, a lot of other things about them. For example, like, body shaming, we all know, like, that's fucked up. Sorry, it's fine. And you should not do that. Like, completely, everybody gets it. Like, don't body shame. Like, but nobody understands, like, don't comment on other people's bodies in general. Like, let me put it in a personal perspective. I was about 250 pounds and, like, 15. By the time I turned 16 and entered my junior year, I was 180 and about 6 foot tall. So a drastic difference in appearance. And when I saw these people in school, and I went to a small school, so that's that. But um, when I would be at school or when I'd be out, people would be like, you look so great, Corey, you're doing amazing. Like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And what they didn't know is that I was suffering from depression. I was starving myself. I was suffering with multiple eating disorders. And what they were subconsciously doing to me was making me feel like, it's okay that I'm like starving myself because guess what? They said I'm prettier and that's fucked up. Like, I'm so sorry to start from starting again, but it's like, what else can I say about it? It's kind of jacked. You know, and I think what the real problem is, what I've learned is the world is full of walking wounded. And I saw this originally, like this whole concept of like the walking wounded on like a gospel station on my radio because I'm like boring. Um, and even though I'm not religious, I did think that the pastor or the priest, I don't know who speech it was, point that, like, you don't know what the person next to you has been through, and unless you know, you should probably be careful of what you say. Like, it's a whole concept of, like, people are walking around and they are fucked up. Like, they don't know. Like, they've been through some shit, and, like, it's just not right to, like, make comments on somebody else's life when you have no idea what they've been through. And it's different that, like, if, like, let's say I was like, oh, I am losing weight, guys. I'm going to the gym. Like, then it'd be appropriate to be like, good job, Corey, you do you. Because it's supportive. 
But unless somebody shares that like story or shares the motivation or you don't see them going to the gym or you don't see them making like positive, like good things, don't say anything at all. Um, so that's that. Wow. Okay. So Corey, so much of what you just said resonates so much. And the thing I want to point out that he added towards the end that I think is the true genius and his over it is that there's a big difference between people like say you go on Instagram and you're like, Oh my gosh, look, I've been trying to get in shape. And now I have a muscle in my arm. Like you obviously want to share with the world that it's something that you're open about talking about and whatever. But so often in our culture, we really do celebrate like weight loss, but you don't always know what people are going through. Maybe they're having a health crisis or maybe they're like having some sort of eating disorder or dealing with depression or whatever. So I always sort of like to, and I struggle with this. I find myself all the time complimenting people on their outward appearance. And that's something I'm trying to work more on instead of being like, you look really pretty. Like, be like, Hey, I was really inspired by like X, Y, and Z that you did. I've been trying to focus more on that. But, um, I think just in general, unsolicited, anything is dangerous. Like whether it's criticism or even, I guess, compliments based on what Corey was saying. So I think he made a lot of interesting points. I completely agree and relate to a lot of it. Um, totally. I just, I just had a comment on one of my pictures literally uh, a couple days ago that um, is like, she's gotten so skinny. I hope she's okay. And it's like, yes, they're exhibiting concern and it's not a mean comment, but like, you right. can wonder if I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, I've gotten, it's been a, depressing you're aware of you're aware of what's going on with your health yes and you're like pretty open about it as well and the last thing i'm doing is i don't have an eating disorder and we also see you making bacon literally every day you're making bacon you're making pancakes you're making my appetite is not reflected with anyway regardless not a problem but i have received so many of those comments where it's like people act like they're concerned and that's why they're commenting but i'm like if like it's kind of trolling actually well because at the end of the day like what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be like oh my god hi (laughs) here like just an overshare everything about what's going on in my life to that comment especially when it's invasive to begin with so i i think here's the thing and i just think like as someone in our culture in the internet world and as a youtuber that's older (laughs) because I am. Um, I don't have time to play with that. If you come at me, I had a woman recently come on my page on YouTube and tell me I looked like a disgusting skeleton. Okay. And I was just like, you know what? That's not welcome here. And so I found her place of work and I messaged her back saying, I'm, by the way, she works in our world, in the digital world, which is even more disgusting. I said, you know what? I'm just happy to... There's my mom. I'm just happy to reach out to your superiors. No problem whatsoever. Guess what? She deleted the comment and I haven't seen her since. So I'm just telling you that Corey, I hear you. I see you. And I'm going to do my part to reach out to people's bosses, teachers, superiors. I don't care because guess what? I'm a grown up and I feel pretty good about myself, but I don't have time for people who do that to other people. So I will happily turn you in. I have no problem with that. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, anyway, weirdly, we are already, our topic was going to be somewhat about 
body changes and positivity and everything. So um, let's welcome our guest, Zach Campbell. Yes. Okay, you guys, today we are so excited to have joining us for the first time on Overshare, someone that we consider a personal friend who has also taken the internet. And honestly, I'm just going to say beyond by storm because like he's the only person in this group chat who has any connection to Miley, Ariana, or Beyonce. Um, Joining us today is Zach Campbell. Ah, (laughs) Hi, everyone. Oh, my God, I get to finally be on the Overshare podcast. This is everything. Welcome. Um, So I feel like we have to to let people know kind of the genesis of our friendship because I was sort of reminiscing today on how we met you. And... Lily and I had been invited to go to a screening of Empire season three. By the way, I love the show Empire still to this day. And I'll never forget me, Lily, and our friend Drew were all sitting there. And someone behind us was like, just like had the best energy. I feel like you were like talking like, like, as the show. You we were like, no, no. Someone behind <laughs> us was being super obnoxious, but hilarious <laughs> and commentating during everything. <laughs> So we turn around to like meet this magical human and be like, you're hilarious. Who are you? And it was that. I think we like turned around. He had said something that was funny and we turned around. We were all like, hmm, yeah, <laughs> agreed. And he was like, oh my God, wait, I recognize you guys. And then we were like, uh, uh, uh. and you were like, you're clever. And then I think you came on cheat day like a couple weeks later. That's literally what happened. I think, like, what was crazy was I was visiting LA at that time. I was still in college. Oh, yeah, in 2016. You didn't even live here. So it wasn't even, I didn't even live here yet. This was like, I was just visiting, passing through. Baby. My very first time in LA. Uh huh. It was like, I was like 22 years old. It was like my first time, like, really <laughs> looking at LA. And I was, of course, I was a clever fan before I moved to LA. And I used to keep up with pop culture through you guys. So I was like, really crazy that I was like, I know the back of these heads, but maybe I don't. (laughs) And I was like, maybe I don't. But um, my friend Trey took me to the Empire screening and I was like, okay, sure. This is my, man, mind you, it was my very first screening, very first anything industry. Which is also um, like so so random that they screened an episode of a TV show in a movie theater. Yeah. I didn't understand that. And they still do it. I don't (laughs) know. It was (laughs) good. (laughs) <laughs> and so I went and then uh, watching the episode, I used to keep up with Empire, you know, prior to the screening. So I knew exactly what was going Same. on. So as I'm giving the commentary and I just was, I naturally <laughs> do this and I don't even, I didn't even think about it. I don't even ponder about it. And I was talking to Trey. I was talking to my friend, but I'm loud. So it clearly <laughs> it went down. And so as I'm talking, <laughs> these three turn around like, girl, who are you? And I was like, Wait. <laughs> Oh my God, I know all three of your faces. This is too much. I can't do this. And literally, we just kept in contact. I went back to school. We kept in contact um, through Instagram and stuff like that. And then I finally told you guys I moved out here. And you guys literally had me in the Clever office literally two weeks after I moved here. It was like, um, so yeah, we need you in this, this, then the third. And man, mind you, I was a, a young creator. I was still like learning the business, still trying to learn like who I was as an entertainer. And you guys just scooped me on up and was like, well, here's a lot of cameras and producers and let's do it. We need to (laughs) throw in, I don't even remember what we ate, but uh, throwing up the the picture of us. We both look like babies. I think I had blue hair. (laughs) Yeah, you did have blue hair. Back in the day. That was was, uh, back in the day. It's actually so funny to me. I didn't realize that you were still in college at the time, which is so wild, or that you didn't live in LA. Like, I thought you had moved there recently, but I didn't realize you weren't even there Mm -hmm. yet. 
But the part that I love about this whole story is that like, I correct me if I'm wrong, but you really got your start and like catapulted for all of your amazing reactions and your reaction videos. Meanwhile, we met you because of an actual live reaction that you were having right behind us. Um, That's what I'm saying. Even with him being loud, if you there's a video on my channel of um, him and Kenny uh, transforming me into an Instagram baddie. Um, but there's a point I feel like early on in the video where Zach's like talking really quiet, mostly because he was kind of high. But he, he's like talking really quiet. And I stop and I was like, I'm not gonna complain because I like it, but you're being awfully quiet. And he was like. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for noticing. I'm trying <laughs> because my old apartment was like I, how my neighbors are loud here. I was probably the loud neighbor at my old apartment because the walls were just so thin and Zach's voice carries. It carries. <laughs> but it he's carries. a star. Okay. He's a star. That's, that's and why. I referenced Beyonce <laughs> at the beginning of the intro with you. And I believe we actually had seen you at the Beyonce concert in her intro video on yeah. was it the Formation tour. I can't remember. Yeah, it was um, Formation so we tour. We had seen you, I believe, in that video before we ever met you. And I remember seeing you in that montage and being like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. So break down like, how did Beyonce find you? Etc. Because the she has craziest. not found me yet, and I'm still and waiting I, for my moment. Also, we didn't realize that that was like when we met you. I don't think we realized that that was you right away, and then we like looked you up later, and we're like, "That's, oh that's the Beyonce guy." <laughs> that's the same guy. <laughs> I think what happened was okay. So by August, I was still in college, and I get a random email Let's where see the video playing I mean, in know, my when head you're now. a young. <laughs> When you get a, when you get a, when you're a young creator, I feel like we used to get like I feel like if you're a creator, you you relate when you get like those like crazy emails out of nowhere, like people try to like spam you to do stuff, and you're like, girl, I'm not even that popular. Calm down. <laughs> and so I got one of those, and it was like it was do you want to be X, Zach Campbell, and I was like, what? No. So I completely ignored it. By the way, I ignored. And they they emailed me twice actually, and I was like, no, this is completely spam because they yeah, I talk about Beyonce all the time. So I'm like, this is like somebody trying to but they want my social security number or something. I can't do it. <laughs> so, do you know Beyonce's team is so powerful that they found don't know how this is not public record found my school i my school email like my student uh, they email. They wanted you. Like, wow, you only, I didn't realize that they were you so only, persistent. I had no idea. This I found this out after I picked up the call, they found my actual, e- like my personal email that I don't even use for business purposes. And like, they found like, and my Facebook, like they found my Facebook, did not, they emailed <laughs> me the same message through all these like platforms. And I was like, okay, maybe the this maybe, just maybe. <laughs> the agency, yeah. So I was seriously, like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, maybe this is real. So I hit them up. Did the phone call. And as soon as I got the uh, got on the phone, this lady was like, oh, Mr. Campbell, we've been expecting you. And I was like, <laughs> what? This is so weird. Like, what are you talking about? Long story short, she was like, so Beyonce saw a clip of you on YouTube. Beyonce is an avid social media. Like, she loves YouTube. And people don't know this. So Beyonce found me on YouTube herself. She was just on It's like at how night like Taylor Swift YouTube. was like big on Tumblr. That's just like that. And so Beyonce was like, oh, I love this. Whoever this kid is, we need to find him. And that's how it, the, mean, hunt, the, start, the hunt started. I guess you don't say and no then, to Beyonce. So it does make sense no, that they were have, persistent. 
Yeah, like you, they know I wasn't gonna say no. <laughs> like, so um, they, the lady was like, "I'm gonna send," because I didn't. I told her, I said, "I don't believe you." <laughs> Blankly on the phone, <laughs> and she and she was in the Parkwood office. She said, "Are you sure?" I said, "Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't." She said, "Okay, well, to help you believe me, I will send you a contract with our name and Beyonce's name signed. You know, signed." I was like, okay, yeah, you do that. And I'll hit back, I'll, you know, circle back. Even then, I wouldn't believe <laughs> it. That could be any. No, but when you when I saw contract. the contract and I saw the, her, her, her address to her office and all that, it was all this information that you really don't know. And I was just like, oh, I literally start sobbing and freaked out. So I caught her back shaking and she was like, so are you down? And I was like, yeah. Yes. So they... So Beyonce used the the footage. I asked them, um, "Can I come out to the show to see my, you know, myself on screen?" Can I please see? And then myself? so, yeah, like, can I see me? And then the day after, the day after, uh, the, it went live on the actual like the first day of tour. It did so well that Beyonce was like, "Can we just use him for the whole tour?" And so they hit me back up and was like, "Well, here's we have a different contract for you because Beyonce wants to. She loves you so much. So that's when she started to do choreography to me, and she started to like do these. That's what the, the viral videos on Twitter of her like dancing to me, like talking. And um, I, and she gave me tickets, flew me out to go to the concert, and gave me security. And like I was sitting front, 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 front row, like with the pad, like the good stadium seats with like the the cushion on the seats, so I wouldn't sit yes. like the hard seats. Yeah, like those, like the like the like the courtside seats. It was so sick. And she came out, and as soon as she saw me, because I guess she told her where I was sitting at, she literally had the biggest smile. She waved, and we danced like to Run the World Girls together. It was so dope. Like she in the front row. I will never forget that. And ever since then, her her and her team have just been so like amazing, and they watched me grow in my career. Her and Gaga are like the two biggest people oh in my, my career. Gosh. Like, she, oh gosh, it's crazy. You were, you were uploading a lot, but it wasn't like nearly as consistent as you are now, right? Oh no, I didn't even, it wasn't a career for it me. It was like, this was it like, had gone viral, was, but like. Yeah, I was just like, I just want to love, I just love Beyonce. May I mind you, the video that Beyonce found did not only had like 14,000 views. That was what I was going to ask next is like how many views were your other things getting and then how many not, it wasn't it, wasn't, it it wasn't even viral. She found I don't even that's what's crazy. That's why I'm like fate is crazy because the video once again was not viral. It was not it wasn't huge. So she had to scour the internet to find that video. That's always and, I, I'm a, but I it was yeah. It was on. It was on an older. It was on a older channel before the Zach Campbell channel, which I guess could have brought it to light because my at that time when she found me, um, my Zach Campbell channel had already taken off and I got like I had like fifty k subscribers already at that time. So I guess it wasn't hard to find my older work and then just see what I was doing. But yeah, that's what happened. I just love to know that Beyonce likes to like go on YouTube and look around. Like I now feel like I have so much in common and also so little in common. Well, that's, <laughs> but it's just, that's crazy. And that's what I was even going to ask it. I, I, specifically, I think of Jessie Smiles always watches a shit ton of YouTube and she'll watch people that like don't have like it. Something that was like 500 views. And I'm always like, how did you even yeah. find this? How and that's like Beyonce. That? Like, I guess if you're reacting to her, I mean, if you just search Beyonce and then keep pressing next on the pages for a while. But like, still, you're it's right. so weird how people come across things she and chose... get recommended things. And that's what I'm saying. She could have, but when she called me, the lady said, No, Beyonce handpicked you. She said, We didn't pick you. 
She was like, oh my Beyonce gosh. was like, she wrote your name down and told us to go on a hunt to find you. <laughs> They're her. like, we're really and annoyed so- <laughs> because it took us two weeks to contact you. <laughs> to find, to get to contact you. <laughs> and so, but yeah, and it's just like, I think my career has been that all along because a lot of my followers have this assumption that I have like a big agency and you guys know this, it's literally just me and my manager. And it's been like that since I've been in LA. It's literally just been, and people just gravitate towards my content and kind of my personality and, and what I, I guess, bring to the table when it comes to entertainment. They, when you're really- I can tell you right now, they, they gravitate towards you as a person and your energy because you are consistent. Like, of course you have different, like right now, maybe you're not like, ah! freaking out but like when you do do that it's for real like you have a real passion that is like some people try to fake and you could tell but with you it's like the real deal so i'm so happy well that's i was gonna say that you're really real you're really honest and then i think the (laughs) kicker is that even when you're really honest and it could be like not the most positive reaction it's still funny and it isn't in a way that like (laughs) They like you wouldn't be like, oh, I hope this artist never sees this because they're never going to talk to me again. It's like I feel like you have a good like they appreciate your opinion because you do have a good it's still kind. It's being real because like, yeah, I always I, I always knew that being rude was not the thing. And I knew that like and, and you know, Internet, what we do, if you shady, you could blow up really, really quickly. Totally. Um, and, but I always knew that I wanted to be in the music industry and not just a YouTuber for the rest of my life. And so I was like, you know what? Let me think. And this is younger me. So I was like, how would I talk to this artist if they were right in my face? Because my goal is to start interviewing these girls and to sit down in the rooms with these girls. I don't want to be like, you remember that video from five years ago and you hated me? Like, I just don't. <laughs> well, and especially, I, I don't want like that. There's ways that you can, like, especially when someone that you do love and that's like, I feel like you're reacting to like, you're not reacting to someone that you don't usually listen to. You're reacting to the people that you're always listening to. If little, I mean, little mixes. Oh my gosh. Little mix Mix is a horrible example because I was going to say if little mix like put out a song you didn't like, but like, it's not possible. (laughs) Also, by the way, we need, we need to discuss really briefly something that I have a bone to pick with is that he hung out with why little is mix? little mix no why no I know that you have like a strong you're probably texting them okay let's do that group but why are they not more famous why are they not on Beyonce level well no I mean no one's on Beyonce level let's be real but, but like, I know exactly what you're talking you know about you know what I mean yeah. why I don't think yeah, anyone no. realizes like if, if you go watch like spend an hour watching concert footage they're amazing like unbelievable uh, it's it's unreal like to see how many people are successful over them i'm like but but they they all have good voices they all and i love that they all actually get along one one of my favorite things to watch is like bloopers of their interviews and stuff of them being shady Yeah, <laughs> they're they. Um, this is so funny because I was just talking to them a couple days ago because we're setting up an interview to have them on the channel. Fuck off! But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Tell them we say hi. no, little mix. I will no, definitely little mix is one of the like. But that's the thing. I people ask me this all the time. Have I had like any root celebrities like you know? And I'm like, no, those girls are hella like sweet. Like, oh my god, they're so sweet. And once again, I ran into my favorite celebrities and talked to them and interviewed them, and they're like too normal to the point where I'm like, you can be a little bit of a bitch, but okay, I get it, I understand. Um, uh, what else was I say? No, so they are not big in America. I, we had this conversation off camera and on camera, but. I was telling them, I think it's due to the fact that 
One, the girl groups in America require different things. Take it back to the Spice Girls. Um, it's just a different formula for us Americans than it is for the UK, unfortunately, even down to the music. Their pop music is so universal, but it's not American, if that makes sense. Well, and And so and I told them, and yeah, it just feels like it's so different. Like, it's so bubblegummy, but yet raunchy for UK. But Americans, I feel like our pop music is all raunchy. <laughs> and <laughs> when, um, and this is, you know, and they, they appeal to like a younger audience and they love that. And they, they inspire so many young girls. For and sure. I think that that's what keeps them in that like, damn, y'all need to be so much bigger box. Because I remember back in the day, they tried to put Ariana in that box too. Yeah. But it oh, was no. just like, She's oh, not girl, well, no. And I was going to say also, <laughs> no. I, I guess maybe not as much anymore with like, especially with like TikTok and social media, but that uh, without heavy marketing and promo in the U.S., then you just like can't. It's just not. Yeah. It just doesn't translate. Like their music is so, so good. But maybe their U.S. Not even maybe because we talked, but their U.S. The U.S. record label of theirs may not push them the same yeah, as the U.K. Exactly. Well, and that's because so I've even like spent time like catching up and being like, "What has Little Mix been up to?" Like I never. I didn't hear even about see them. that. Yeah. And then, like watching a bunch of yeah. stuff and being like, "Where? What? Why haven't? Why is everyone yeah. not watching this right now?" It's crazy. It's so so crazy. obviously, Zach, you're friends. You are friends with many of these people that you work with, which makes it even more authentic. Um, you mentioned Gaga, um, and there's, Ooh. you mentioned Miley, Miley and her camp, which I just love. Um, but like, <laughs> who were you beyond Beyonce? Who were you most shocked to hear from personally? Uh, I think Miley is the most recent one. And the reason why, cause, um, okay. So long story short, me and Miley, uh, she posted me on her like Instagram in like 2018. I remember and that. I remember, I remember texting that all- it to you and being like, <laughs> Who the yeah, you fuck did. are you? Like, like that's why <laughs> me and Zach's conversations are just me. Like, if you read them and didn't know me, you would think that I'm just such an asshole because it's me being like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, literally. But it's like, that's code for like, oh my God, I'm really proud of you. This is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, because like me and like, I, I used to freak out over every, I still freak out over every little thing. And so I used to like, I, all my friends talk to me this way, like, bitch, can you fucking even believe this? Um, and so the most recent one I would say like that that has me surprised is Miley because we talked in back to in 2018 it was a cute little post it wasn't nothing too crazy and but the DM always stayed open you know once you you know tag somebody on Instagram you can DM them so I did and yes. <laughs> so I was like you know let me just see what happens um and we kept in contact and she's such a once again a nice girl very honest and I you know I do I don't take when people, especially in Hollywood, tell you, oh, I'll keep in contact. I don't keep it to heart. I kind of be like, oh, whatever. Um, and that's just with everybody. And so with her, but she's always been consistent, like, throughout the years. So when this came back around, um, and she told me, like, yeah, I'm going to have my digital team hit you up for this next era. This is right when uh, Midnight Sky came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, cute. <laughs> and she sent me a projector. She sent me a projector from Midnight Sky, like, from some PRs, like, for the song. And then her media team, sure enough, hit me up through email to my manager and was like, we have some exclusive stuff for you that Miley wants you to be a part of. And it's just, it was so refreshing to see like, wow, she really didn't forget. And she, and really she was like, I really like through, you. Yeah. I really, 
Yeah, she was like, I actually like you. And the, she posted me on her main feed today over 116 million people, which is insane. Um, and gave me a dedicated post with a tag. And I'm just like, Wait, oh, was this no, today? This, Did you say that happened today? Right now. Like, I've been podcasting all day. I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's Zach, been crazy. crazy. It's been insane. She gave me a exclusive uh, look at her and Dua Lipa's new music video. And um, she let she wanted me to be the teaser of the to announce the new single. Insane. Insane. Uh, why, why am I going insane. to Miley Cyrus? I have so many Go to Miley's, yeah. all over my and underneath I, this oh, like oh, Grinch sweater. You're, you're just there. You are. You're just on my. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> that is wild. But Zach, no. tell me if you agree with this. Because we were talking about this in our last podcast. That just because of my career at Clever, I have interviewed a lot of these like Huge A-list celebrities yeah. and many, 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 many of them. And in my experience, Absolutely. and I'm curious because you interact with them in a much more personal level. In my experience, the more successful and bigger celebrities are the most kind and genuine. And I believe that's how they've gotten successful. That is my belief. Jocelyn, what do you think? Josh, what, when I tell you something, this is so fucking crazy. I just had this conversation with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I was like, it is so weird how the... I know, boyfriend. You saw that? <laughs> Drop that. It's so, it's so crazy how bigger celebrities literally are so nice. Their teams are so patient. They're so understanding. They want to make it work. Compared to smaller artists or maybe coming up artists, they have like this diva or like, yep. you know, I already have a made mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, you just not coming up, calm down. <laughs> and, but it's so insane how that happens. I'm like, I would expect, like I said... When me and Gaga had a conversation in Vegas, which was even insane to even say, um, she cried to me before I could even cry to her about me. Like, she broke down in tears and was like, I'm just so proud of you. Like, I've been watching. Because, you know, it was because of her that I even blew up in the first place. If Lady Gaga told me she was proud of me. (laughs) Literally. I'd retire 
tire. <laughs> it's like, so and does that mean her team, you adopted me? That's what that, that verbal exchange means. So that means I can yeah. come home with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and no, but she was just so humble and so like the humility was just so crazy. And I'm like, this is the same Oscar winning. Like, this is like, you're a Lady Gaga now. Like, you're really Lady Gaga. Stars born, the whole bang. And her team and her and her dancers, I got high with her dancers after the concert. <laughs> can, can you, you, like, can you so- please get high with my? Does she not, does she smoke anymore? Maybe not. I think she still does, but I don't know. Get high with Miley for me, just so I can, like, oh, yeah. bucket list oh. uh, by association. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm actually um, exclusive. Um, me and Miley's team are now working um, to have her on the channel to interview her about the new album that's coming so out. So I'll be your camera person. <laughs> Do you, I know, it's just like, it's a, I think it's going to be virtual though because like Corona. But like, right. yeah. Fuck yeah. It. Oh. Yeah. But I have noticed actually, <laughs> speaking of you interviewing people, I saw on your Instagram the Tracy Ellis Ross interview and yeah. like she looked like she was having the effing time of her life with you, which makes a lot of sense if you know Zach. Literally, that was, and Joss, you know, you you and Lily have done millions of movie junkets. So that was like my first movie mm, junket. mm. And (laughs) the fact that Tracy chose me to do it, I don't know how she, once again, I don't know how she found, but when we sat down and talked, literally after we got done talking, the cameras cut, her and her producer, she said, this was the best interview for this movie (sighs) This, she was like, you don't understand how easy this was. And she was like, thank you so much for being, like, amazing. And then her assistant then texted me after, like, she literally is obsessed with you. And I'm like, well, this is insane. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. Because um, I did that. Like, I literally, they're used to talking to people that are interviewing them, like, interviewers all day. And then yes. they get to talk to you. And it's just, like, hanging out with a friend. Yeah. And that's, and it was like, they literally told me like, cause we only had like, you know, you'll have like a time limit right. and they were telling the producers were telling me like, she didn't want to stop. We had to, you know, I had to wrap her up. Like I had to tell her to kind of, you know, wrap it up. Okay. Stop talking. <laughs> cause I need another question to get in. And it was just so organic. And I guess that's like kind of what has started to happen with my career currently where like interviewing celebrities have started to become more natural. Cause I always tell my manager and I try to tell labels and stuff that I don't want anyone to come to my channel and feel like this is a corporate yeah. kind of like very traditional situation. I always, I'm a fan of music first. Now the whole celebrity part of myself coming about, it's nice. I love that, you know, I get recognized, but I'm a music lover first and I'm a fan first. And so then the celebrity part of myself should sit in the back. So I like I like to talk to celebra- celebrities as if my fan base are like in my ear, like, oh, bitch, ask this. Yes. Ooh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, talk about this. Because that's mm-hmm. what I would ask if I had the fucking opportunity. You're the so in I'm between. like, I, 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 I want to be the middleman for like my, like your fans, my fans, and you. And I don't want you to feel like you're talking to just another corporate person or like a complex, no shade to that. And then you're like, asking like things that, you know as saying? a fan of the music and not asking because you're trying Ex- to get a headline. Or a clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want no it to be bait. like, yeah, I want it to be like, oh, you come to my channel, you watch these people, and it's like a whole nother light. Like, oh, wow, that's how they really kick it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, so that yeah. I think that's the beauty of it is that they could not tell you anything actually of substance in the interview, but it would still be just yeah. as entertaining, if not more entertaining, to watch you just talking to them and getting to know what they're like rather than them like spilling the details on some exclusive that like isn't yeah. really that exciting. And then sometimes, like when and I then interview maybe they'll Little do Mix it on last year, exactly. Like when I was interviewing Little Mix last year, I had no idea when I posted this. By the way, 
she, uh, my girl Jay dropped a big bomb on my interview, like, <laughs> oh, I'm single. And I'm looking like, as I'm filming it, I'm having such a conversation. I didn't even notice that. So when we edited it and posted it, it went viral in the UK. And everybody was like, Zach Campbell exclusive, Jade is single. Whoa! I didn't know I even had that exclusive. See, and that's to be, so the more comfortable you make people, the more willing they are to talk. And then for sure. Tea, so tea, Zach, tea, tea. I believe in manifestation. I believe you should put all your things out into the world. We've discussed Gaga, Beyonce, Miley, Little Mix, Ariana. Who is at the top of your list of someone that you haven't really interacted or worked with? Who is it? And what can we do to help? Oh, I would love uh, Cardi B. Oh. I would love um, Nicki Minaj. Mm. Oh my gosh. I would love um, Katy Perry, would be amazing. Um, 100. Like, love you for sit that. Sit down and talk to her about everything. Of course. <laughs> um, I think those are like the people like I would like bend my back to make it work. <laughs> like, right. Um, everyone else, I kind of just. I don't know. I just, I think these are like the people like I just like, I've been listening to for a long time and I like, I'm really interested in to see what they have to say. Megan Thee Stallion will be amazing. Oh um, yeah. That's people that you've like yeah, watched their whole career. Yeah. It's like, I've watched their career and kind of seen them grow. And so I would say those three off the top of my head and, and Megan, uh, just cause I've, I've really seen her grow from like college to now. Literally mm-hmm. guys, um, he used to make us listen to her like, years ago and then that's even she had no idea you made me react to her on your channel and it's literally me and it's she says the n-word a lot and she's it's this song that's just really intense it's just me sitting there being like oh yes that's like that's the point of this show i want to show people um show my audience that there's a lot of different reactions to people's you know stuff and it's like people digest music differently and different people listen to different music and I just want to get people's opinion and capture it and I think that's what it just shows our differences are actually uh, similarities and I think 100% have you ever done um like any reactions to any genres that are like so out outside of your like interest as far as pop culture like (laughs) like I don't know maybe I don't know if you're into like real country or like bluegrass or like I mean even like jazz music or oh, something like that's that. So I just pictured you, you in like a cowboy my, hat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> in, my, in my real life, so you know I went to school in Ohio. So going to school in Ohio is a lot of country music. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, a lot of country music. So I actually learned a lot of country music and I actually got into um I'm actually a, a slight Carrie Underwood stan. Oh, and yes. people don't know that. What? I just mm-hmm. think she's so fabulous. Like, and I love the Dixie Chicks because I love their whole story about how the industry did them. And yes. like I just it's a lot of it's actually funny. I'm actually in Shania Twain, of course. Obviously. Um, Let's go, girls. I'm actually interested in a lot of okay. I'm actually interested <laughs> in a lot of country, but I don't talk about it because I don't really know too much about it but I actually in my real life I'm actually interested in country if people don't know okay well know we that. need to get you in with Carrie Underwood okay I, I would kind of, die oh my know, god <laughs> I kind of know some of her people and some of Shania's people too oh yeah so Justin and I did an interview with Shania on Shania's Facebook page for like an hour I would and Shania is like you know, I think what a lot of people don't realize, especially like we were saying earlier, the most famous people, the ones who are like top tier, like I'm Madonna or whatever, who I've never seen in person, by the way. But like Shania Twain rolled up to this interview with like one other person. She had like yep. not a huge team of people, no entourage, 
just her, just very down to earth. And there she was. And I was like, this is the weirdest, wildest, coolest thing that's ever happened to me. So it's really interesting. But we'll discuss offline. Um, So Zach, (laughs) you're in the midst of this like career explosion, obviously, over the last handful of years. You now have a boyfriend. I mean, you're thriving. It's very exciting. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get married one day. Oh, you know what? It really, it worked out. It's crazy. I know. You guys give me hope. (laughs) But also in the midst of this, and this is something that you have shared so much and it's so inspiring on your social media is your health journey and like all the things that you've been doing over the years. And I just think it's so commendable of you for like, you are so inspiring to so many people. Thank you. Thank so what you. has that no, I, and you look what has that been like for you? Yeah. So losing weight for me was a big deal because when I first moved to LA, I didn't understand. First of all, I didn't know how easy it was to be healthy in Los Angeles. It's so accessible here. Like it was just yeah, like, it's true. Oh, like you're, you really could be healthy here. Like it's really almost <laughs> no excuse. Um, and so it was always a goal of mine um, to get healthy and to, you know, per- I love to perform. I love to dance. I love to entertain. And to do that, I need the stamina. I wanted to be able to move and, and you know, keep up. And so I was like, I want to start being healthier and lose this weight and just see a different me. I felt like I wanted to see a different side of myself. I wanted to push myself. And I'm really interested in uh, pushing myself mentally um, mm-hmm. into different things that make me uncomfortable. Hence, you know, when we do this, our jobs creating and being our own bosses is uncomfortable. Right. So I was like, I want to do the same thing with my weight loss. And um, took me two years. Now we're down 100 pounds, 110 wow. pounds now, I believe. That's amazing. And, it feels like it was like and it, a lot of it was in like a like five months of it. Like, I feel like you were like making progress. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, who is that? <laughs> like, that's what it was. It was just like, um, and watching and having my audience watch me do it, like I literally can go back to 2018 and see a difference from now, you know, and then. And I know my audience, you know, they watch us heavily more than we watch ourselves. So I know they can completely tell me a whole evolution of, you know, the time span. And it was just motivational for me. And I wanted, and then I didn't even notice that my voice or me doing it was helping other people. Because totally. I, I wasn't trying to sign up for that. I wasn't trying to be, you know, <laughs> the body conscious. Yeah. If anything, I feel like I didn't know that was me. A lot of the time, uh, people will do it to just kind of like hold yourself accountable too, to like be like, yeah. Oh, hey, if I post That's this, it then it's like, I'm going to keep doing it because I already put it out there that I'm going to. That's exactly what it was. It started off as like, you know what? I'm just going to post it. And, you know, uh, this is me saying like, if I don't do anything, well, you see what happened, <laughs> you know? Um, and if I delete the post, I kind of chickened out. And so, but then it turned into people like, well, I'm going to try it too. And well, I'm going to do it too. And people that have been watching me for years, like I watched you when you were you know, younger and I knew when you were bigger and I, you inspired me to lose weight. And so when I post these updates on my Instagram and they receive so much love and so much likes um, and, and people love it, I, it, it speaks volumes. And it's, I guess it kind of goes past just an Instagram post. And mm-hmm. it kind of is like, oh, wow, people are like really taking this to heart. It's like amazing. And I think what's like really inspiring, first off, for the record, obviously it should go out without saying that you were a total babe uh, the whole time we've known you. Okay. Thank so, you. Beauty, it just exudes from you. And I think that is the Thank most you. beautiful part of and you. And confidence always. Like you, yes. you definitely, exactly. I would say you have a different era of confidence about you now, but like you're, you were always 
Like for sure, because I, I, I had to. Like I feel like you're one thing about me is own what you got, honey. <laughs> At the end of the day, I can't because I can't sit around and mope. Like, well, you know, I've had that time. I've had body dysmorphia. I've had the mental challenges of you know losing weight and and trying to lose weight. And so I knew the dark places of it all, but I didn't want to stay there because it sucks. It sucks ass. <laughs> and, the, like, and the, the thing that's like there. also so inspiring that I think resonates with so many people is that you know we see so much on. You know, we see on Instagram, like, take this t- tea, drink this tea, and you'll be, like, instantly <laughs> in shape or or do this or whatever. And it's, like, so much harder to put in the effort and the work over years. And I just, I made your snaps to you because, Thank you. you know, you just seem like you're thriving and you look so hot in all of your posts, <laughs> as you always have. But Thank now you. you're, like, wearing some, like, I mean, you just did, like, a whole Ivy Park situation. Yeah, I'm really loving that it. Was, that was insane. I think that it's just all about, for me, it's just about, like I said, pushing myself. And even with, like, creating content, I think that I'm about to turn 27 next year. And I just feel like I've been in L.A. since I was 23. So, like, I feel like now it's, like, the time for me to, like, really put my foot into, like, my creativity and me as a brand. And and I think I've had so many wonderful opportunities to kind of lead up to whatever point I'm getting to. Um, But there's so many things I want to do. And I just feel like weight loss for me was... I had to conquer that to then conquer my career, if that makes sense. I know that probably sounds crazy, but I just want to see the mental capacity of myself that if I can see this change happen and just be patient, then, because there is no instant tea, there is no, I wish, oh, I wish. No. Um, <laughs> no. It's just a whole, it's a whole lot of um, my friends going in and out and wing stop and I can't have it. So it's a whole lot of that. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it's a mental thing. And I think that that's why... It was big for me to to push myself mentally to, I guess, kind of grow and evolve all the way around and not just my weight loss. Good for you. I think it's just so inspiring. And I love that you're like at this place in your life where you're like even pushing yourself to do even more like in your career. So like, what would you like to do next? Do you want like a TV show, a streaming show? Do you want everything to live on your channel? Because you have access. These celebrities want to talk to you more than they want to talk yeah. to like E! News probably. You know and what I that's mean? that's the point. That's the thing. So, yeah, I want, I want to, um, well, <laughs> more tea. Um, I'm coming out <laughs> with music next, next year. What? Yes, 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 yes. Oh I am, uh, I'm coming out with like my own EP next year. Um, I've performed and I've done covers on YouTube, which did well. And that's another thing, you know, when, on you know, YouTube, once you step out of a box that the people put, you think put you in, you think they won't do well. Um, and so I was like, well, I always dance and, and play dance on Instagram. Let me just actually get a film crew and actually do something. And so I did those things and twice and they did really well. They did better than my reactions did on my channel. So I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. And the main question every time, even from Gaga's management, so when are you coming up with your own stuff? And I was like, oh, well, you know, um, um, it's always been a dream of mine. And I actually... Before I was a, a personality or to, you know, sit down uh, to talk, I was a theater kid. I actually was a performance kid. I, I used to perform and, 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 and <laughs> be in a choir and uh, stuff like that. Like, that was my thing. I, that was me. And so then YouTube came along and I was like, oh, I'm actually good at running my mouth too. And it just kind of blew up. 
Um, but I think that's why, I think that's why, you know, when I perform and people kind of gravitate to that and they love when I dance and stuff, cause it's, it, once again, it's a natural feeling. It's a, it's a natural thing for me. It's not, I have to, I don't have to force it. Um, so that's happening. So music next year. Also, um, I'm working on my own podcast, my own video podcast yes. uh, with, with title next year. That's um, exciting. So just, title. is that, that's like Jay-Z's thing, right? Yeah, that's Jay Z and Beyonce. Another casual service, yeah. collection. Yep, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> great, great, great. And that's another thing. Like they reached. That's like they reached out and was like, "We would love to, you know, take things to the next level." And I'm just like, "Okay." Um, <laughs> so to be, between having a, and it's gonna, you know, that's where my I guess my celebrity stuff will live. Um, as far as because they will help me obviously have bigger reach With to booking bigger celebrities. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so it'll be easier at that point to like book people. And so, and they, and I love that they give me creative freedom to like have it on title, but also have it on my channel. Okay. Um, cool. After a certain amount of time. So that's mm-hmm. like, I can own my content still. Um, and that's just amazing. I think that and working with Spotify next, I'm in talks with Spotify also. Um, with they have like a new streaming thing coming out with like a music show situation, which mm-hmm. is dope. Um, and I don't know what else is going to happen next year. Who knows? But that's what I have planned for next year. Um, oh my gosh, I'm yeah, so inspired. Crazy. I'm like, yeah, I, have no- I have nothing planned for next year. Lil, what about you? Literally zero things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my just- gosh. No, but it's so amazing just to like see your career thrive. It's like really, really cool. I talk about, I literally talk about you two all the time. You guys don't understand. Like I actually tell like a lot of people, um, like my start in LA and I it never, it can never ever start without you two. It never can, like my story doesn't start with that. Like it cannot. Cause like you literally, like I said, two weeks in, I was in the clever offices and you guys actually opened me up to a lot of different possibilities of like content and even me, myself as an entertainer. I didn't know how funny I really was on my own or like outside of my own YouTube channel. And to see like on a whole nother network in front of like these professional people and actually get asked to come back multiple times. (laughs) No, I mean more professional than I was. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like a bigger scale for me. So it was just like insane to be like, oh no, we just love your personality. Come do this. It wasn't even about a numbers game. It was like, oh no, we just love you. And so I will never, ever, ever, ever. That's why I tell Lily, I'm like, girl, anything you need, let me know, bitch. I'm on there. I'm there. What you need? What's the tea? The shoot uh, that just... I will, I will never forget, Zach. Oh my gosh, that freaking talent show that we did. I and love you, that. I still, I'm like, if I ever <laughs> went to apply for like a full time job again as a producer or anything, I'd be like. <laughs> Hello, um, unscripted original content. Yes. Hello. I um somehow cut this disaster of a 24-hour challenge into these. And you guys are the oh my god, I don't know what's funnier, your performance in it or you guys going judging. You, know, you guys going and like checking on us beforehand and just making fun of us. But oh my god, it's one of my favorite videos we ever made. That was one of my favorite videos I have ever done on that platform. I promise you. Beats, I think. Even dudes view like fucking. Um, I, it's one of my favorite clever videos that we ever did. There's, there's two. <laughs> Literally, it's it cracks me up so much because there's just so many different I things love- going on. I got to fucking rap in Hogwarts. That's insane. I got- oh my god, <laughs> I forgot That's about that. Right. I forgot about that. So I literally got memories. to be. 
I I got to be Weasley, which is insane, and I got to rap as Weasley. That and I got to wear a ginger wig, so that was amazing. That's I, I was talking <laughs> earlier how with a lot of the beauty tripping episodes, it would be like after a certain point, like how many face masks can you get? Like I I don't really <laughs> care anymore. But it was like I don't want to sound ungrateful, but it's just like most of it was not stuff I would have done on my own. I think that yeah. that applies to things that weren't necessarily. Like sometimes it's like, uh, yeah, I would have rather been able to focus on something else rather than having to do that. But then there's stuff like the Harry Potter rap or like Halloween costumes, weird shit that I never would have done. That I'm like, no, I'm glad that happened because otherwise I just like, I never would have done it. It's stuff that was just like stupid and ridiculous that literally never would have been even remotely worth putting the time in that suddenly was like, oh, it's for work. (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously. Like, and I think that like those days and those times, like legit, like it definitely helped mold what I'm doing now because like literally I can, I'm like learning, learned how to like interview and like, I'm like doing these productions and filming. You'll see when you guys come film this show, it's like, I'm up here in my own little studio, like doing the whole slating and like really doing <laughs> this whole thing. And it's like, it used to just be me and a ring light in my bedroom. And that's all it was. Fast forward it. And I have this studio. I don't. It's just so insane. It's just. Which I will also. P.S. I I'm working on um graphics for some of Zach's shows, and I uh, went to grab a screenshot from one of your things to then like use to put stuff over it. Uh, your lighting looks so cool. It's like, like, like it's. I'm like about to edit now and color correct. Uh, oh, look at me color correcting. Color correcting is <laughs> like, it's like so. Like I did research and like I, that's why you know I always ask you about stuff when I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Well, that's um, I like but, I've watched it before, but I think it was like I was staring at it for a long time and it was just a still. And I was like, this lighting <laughs> looks really good. How did he do that? I'm like, I've been to his apartment yeah, that's... and I feel like I didn't. Like, what, how is? <laughs> I bought I bought new lighting like this big bitch behind me. That's that's her, that's her girl. Mm-hmm. That she's the, Actually, the new girl Joss, that I got. That's like we need to get ours. We have that I think, and it's in storage. We have it. Oh, for we share. do. I'm just I, as I'm sitting here in front of a ring light in a random Airbnb right now. I'm like, like I need an upgrade. <laughs> I'm getting inspired. Like, you just carry that around with you everywhere. Maybe I'll steal it. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> no, but I bet even your like your neon the colors behind it that you have on the wall. I bought, um, so I got this whole 100 foot uh, paper thing. It's seamless. And I got it mounted. I got it mounted on my thing professionally on my wall. And then I got like the um, RGB lighting. And I just learned like how to like RGB light and studio light at the same time so it doesn't bleed into each other. And like learn how to like, I am I'm still want to go buy like reflectives like to put up. It's so many things technically that I'm trying to do. But my goal is to make my channel itself. Like you guys really inspired me with like Clever back then and like watching you guys produce shows. And I'm unfortunately for somebody else. But like, <laughs> it's just like now... Like you guys have like over like like your like the podcast like I'm so inspired by like how you guys can like make your own stuff and like make it like this show type feel and it feels like it's actual own content. Well, and I'm like that's what I want for my and shit. And the beauty of your mm-hmm. stuff too, we would run into occasional. I think shows can be super beneficial because it gives you like more brand awareness and gives like consistency. So people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, I want to go back and see that one show and. It, Often, I think with YouTubers, they'll do a lot of the same type of video. So it'll kind of almost be like a recurring segment, but they still don't really like show, like make it a show. Uh, Yeah. Your stuff, though, we would run into the problem that it would be like, 
Beauty Break was pretty open-ended, I guess, but it's like even Beauty Trip. And yeah. at a certain point, we've tried pretty much every treatment you can get Everything. done. So it's like, what do you do? <laughs> do we like do? And what if there's something that doesn't fit on that show and now we can't do it because we have to still fill that slot? Your stuff yeah. is the best of both worlds because you get to have a show, but yours is like, that's a bop so or bop or flop so it's like that literally you were it's music so it's like you never yeah it's just literally music (laughs) Mm -hmm. no like i wanted to again and that's the thing like i want to like even a bigger bigger goal of mine is to somehow figure out a way and like working with these labels now i'm trying to crack that wall where i want labels to understand that reaction channels and not just myself because there's a lot of great people that do it but we actually bring a lot of traffic to streams and a lot of you know recognition to the songs, and they love to come and collect the coin and copyright. And I've thank God I figured out figured out a way to monetize my content and not get copyrighted and right. you know live. I have make a living, you which know? you're so lucky because that's like very rare that there's. It's so hard to do, you know. Like I've I've been through a lot with labels, so to now have them now in my back pocket to be like, oh yeah, can we help? Can you help us do this? Because that's even why like the, the whole like world of YouTube covers died. Exactly, like, all yeah, the YouTube and musicians. People, and because people, I people guarantee died you, because there would people be tons of that everywhere and people would still listen to it, but it's, we were talking earlier, if you're not going to make any money off it, you can't put the time in. There's no point. It is, you, don't, you can't buy the equipment to do what you want to do. Yeah. And it's just like, so I want to figure out how to get YouTube and these labels to understand, like, can we figure out a merger where reaction channels can like- Use a percent. Either, like, you know how we have like, that option where you can- You can use like 25% Yeah, like, you know how we can share or, revenue- yeah, or it maybe give us either um, like clearance on like um, how long you can use the song, or maybe even share the like share the revenue between Red you and share. the label. Um, you know what I mean? I just feel like it shouldn't be just automatically take down strike. I think it no, should because be you're like, providing them free marketing. Okay, at the end of the literally day, literally free marketing. And also, Zach, the other thing to point out is they can be very picky about who they allow these clearances. Because we don't need to give drama channels and mean people. There you go. There you go. But you are an honest and kind person who is promoting these people's music for zero dollars. So you should make money off of it. Also, and I should be, I'll be your lawyer. I'm not a lawyer, but I'll be your lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Even like when you think of how like clever when we would get like exclusive clips or like exclusive clips you'd have to get sent. I'm sorry. By the label or the studio. By the studio directly. But then there's also EPK interviews and footage, the electronic press kit. So it's like you can go and every news, I mean, if you are even remotely legitimate at all, you can have an account and you can log on and download these trailers. And it's funny because I actually just got recommended the Twilight trailer. I think it was because I was Googling Twilight for my trip to Oregon. Don't lie. It's because you were watching it. It's a no, great how funny is <laughs> How funny is this? That literally... Team Jacob. The trailer from Clever TV came, uh, comes up, which like <laughs> Twilight was one of the things that put Clever on the map. Uh, Twilight, Justin Bieber, and uh, Selena Gomez. But uh, the trailer came up and had 41 million views. And I think now you can't monetize them. Like, no, as of like f- five years ago, probably. But yeah. in the beginning of Clever, you could monetize them and they made a shit ton of money because they just put them, it was like whoever could get it up fast wow. enough made the most money. Fun fact, actually, Zach, you'll enjoy this because of your Miley Cyrus connection. You can let her know this when you you chat. The first video <laughs> that ever went viral on Clever TV back in like 2000 nine or something hannah montana hoe down throw down music video with choreography 
Okay. Wow. So that was like our first ever viral video. And it was literally like, I wasn't even in it. It was just like, it's like the, the, the clip that throwdown. everyone had that anyone could post. <laughs> from Hannah Montana, from the Hannah oh, Montana show. That's insane. But Zach, again, I will be your lawyer. Also, just want to throw out there, um, I would love to get the contracts going so that we can be whitelisted when we do reactions of your music. Because yeah, that will be listen. happening. Lily and I will be, be reacting to all of your EP next year. I so just want to throw that out there. Um, but are you down to stick around for our final segment? Yes, of okay, course. Great. So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. Okay, so this is share well, and this is where we say farewell, but we also share something that has brought us joy this week. And it could literally okay. be like, I like that lamp, or it can be like world <laughs> peace. It can be anything <laughs> that you are thinking of currently. Um, Lil, do you want to kick us off? Um, sure, mine will be. Um, first of all, ge- it's a general and then a specific, um, what brought me joy is that I, as I said, I'm working on some graphics for Zach's shows and I sent him one and that generally I love, he always sends voice notes I love, <laughs> and I, I, love I never respond notes. with them usually because I'm like in the middle of doing something or like zoned out and I'm like, mm, can't talk, I'll just text. But he always <laughs> is just like sending like minute long and it'll start rea- like responding to whatever I said, but then it just kind of rambles and just like talks for a minute. <laughs> so those oh. always bring me joy, but uh, specifically I sent him one of the graphics things and he basically watched it and then sent me his reaction via voice note. And it was just such a sweet reaction. And it was like, 2.30 in the morning. And he was like, I just watched your thing and it's so good. And then his boyfriend's in the background like, I'm so impressed. And I'm just like listening to him. <laughs> it was just so sweet. Oh my gosh. What about you, Zach? What's brought you joy this week? What brought me joy this week? Uh, well, first thing that comes to mind immediately is um, I just got back home from celebrating my great-grandmother's 90th birthday. Wow, yeah, that's, that's amazing. I like we do we threw her like a big surprise party and just to see her to see her reaction um for me coming because she didn't know I was coming home, like she didn't know I was coming for all the way from, oh, gosh. Um, Kelly. And I popped up on her and I was like, Oh, she has a pacemaker pacemaker. Lord, I was please. just gonna say you and- <laughs> a nine-year-old surprise party and then you surprised her on top of it. This is like, but to see it might to see my grandmother jump for joy, literally feet off the ground. I've never oh. seen my grandmother jump before because she was so <laughs> surprised because she thought I was going to come home to like next year or like Thanksgiving, and just that surprise alone probably made my whole entire year. And I oh. think that that that's it's still it happened last week, but it's so I was so joyous that it's it's still kind of a, a thing of euphoria for me that you know. Yeah, it's just like amazing. Like, and that's like the stuff that that's the stuff that matters. And I always hear people talk about too. Like actually, Selma Hayek. I remember her saying in an interview yeah. once years ago. So it's so random. She said someone asked like, "What is your advice for life?" And literally, the number one thing she said was, "If you have grandparents who are alive." talk to them as frequently as possible and hear about their lives. Because I mean, some of the stuff my grandparents have told me or my great grandparents about like the world and what they went through as kids and whatever is stuff that's just going to stick with me forever. 
Like me and my grandmother, like I, she was like my babysitter when I was a child. So growing up, me and her used to be like that was my best friend. So I actually used to, you know, she's was born in 1930. Wow. So she's seen this world change a lot of times, and I have asked her so many. We like, and I love that. Like to this day, she's still very coherent. She can still cook for herself. She's like, it's really insane. I'm like, can't wait to get old at this point. Like I love, I don't <laughs> age like that. Um, but she's just like. Telling me all the stories about like her being like from down south and like uh, my great granddad and like raising my grandma like my nana and like hearing mm-hmm. those stories and being able to like hear my history as like you know my family tree and like being able to hear it like and actually talk to someone that experienced it is so I I can never take that for granted like nothing in my career not, no monetary value nothing like that can can exchange for that like it never can. Oh, I love so that sweet. so much. Yeah. That brings me joy through you. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, so my joy this week is that um, I like Thanksgiving. I like any reason to celebrate. Let, let's be real. Like if it's a holiday, if it's a I birthday, like, I'm it's just this down. Week. <laughs> I just want to participate. It's ne- okay, it's next week, right? <laughs> Thanksgiving, like turkey's not my favorite food, so I'm not like that into it. It's next week. Um, but what I'm excited about Lily's is mental that, breakdown. <laughs> is that because of 2020 being 2020, it's like we're I'm already celebrating Christmas. Same I've decorated. <laughs> I have as well. my tree. Um I yeah, love I that tree. I just feel as though I actually considered decorating my home for Christmas in like June or July because I just had enough of this year. But I'm glad that it seems like everyone is just like, yep, we can start Christmas now. We can listen to the music. We could do all the things. Anything that brings you joy. um, Yeah. And so I've been listening to the NSYNC holiday album and (sighs) Mariah, by the way, oh my gosh, have you met Mariah yet? No, not yet. My friend Kaylin has had a whole sit-down interview with her, and I'm so jealous. Oh, my gosh. I made a huge fool of myself with her because I was such a fan. And I remember she- this. <laughs> She's lovely. I-, I love her so much more even now. Like, she was just like, I left the interview, and she said that she liked my outfit, or she said something like she was complimentary Oof. and did not need to be. She was yeah, very kind. So when people give her this, like, diva you know, whatever. I'm like, first off, she can be whatever she wants to be. She can. She's earned it. But secondly, she's actually really kind. I love her. Yeah. So anyway. That's so amazing. So I'm into Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. I love celebrating. And now I have my tiny tree and I'm just here for it. So festive. There you go. I think I'm going to get end. a tiny tree too. I want to get a real you one. Should this- I think I'm definitely- you should. You yeah. should. Do both. This is from Dollar Tree, not Spawn, but I love Dollar Tree. So there we <laughs> go. Too, I love Dollar Tree. So <laughs> Tree from Dollar Tree. Um, well, Zach, thank you so much for coming on Overshare today. It thank has been a me. true pleasure just to like see you, even if it's through the screen. <laughs> um, last thing before we wrap up is let the people know where they can find you. We'll put all the info in the show notes. Besides too. Miley Cyrus's Instagram. Obviously. <laughs> Um, you can find me everywhere literally as Zach Campbell Uh, it doesn't get no more simple than that but not with a CK because some of these bitches be trying me with the CK and I just think this utterly disrespectful and don't you only have one L on your social media I only have one L on on social media on Instagram and on it's very tired because I tried to DM the person that has my name and they won't DM me back because they're so inactive. So I'm like, uh, okay, maybe one day, I guess when, when I come like uber duper famous or that, <laughs> or Wait, when I become like go, uber duper famous. Could you I just go by at Zach? That would be fun. Feels like too oh, common no, of I a think, name. <laughs> yeah, it's way too common of a name. 
<laughs> Somebody got that Chocolate. in 2011 when Instagram Ashley. started. I'm like, why don't we just like reach out to Instagram and, and ask for it? What are they going to say? No? Who cares? I wish, listen. Uh, <laughs> so you're everywhere. Zach Campbell, not with a CK. No, thank you. No. Get out of my face with that business. Um, <laughs> and for those of you guys listening who are not on board yet with what Zach is serving up, do yourself a freaking favor because you will write me a thank you card, me and little thank you card when you discover what this this man is making because it is bringing joy to the world. And he's so um, consistent, and- unlike us. <laughs> we're working on it we're working on it um, you are working but- on it first of all i'm really proud of you guys first of all first of all i am so 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 because this was just a dream and a talk last year i remember having this conversation with lily like you guys were getting this off the ground and this is so fucking crazy like yeah no this is the consistency it, it's worth the wait honestly you guys i know so much more in, more in uh store for this thank you zach you. um and with that sure. this episode of overshare is over but be sure if you're listening to this in a podcast be sure to watch it next week on youtube because i feel like there's just extra richness if you see the video and visual and elements it, yes of course and subscribe please rate us five stars we're begging you um and also leave us a review because why not and call and Do leave you remember over the it five stars Wow. <laughs> oh yes 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 call us remember the five stars on youtube that was oh amazing. my gosh oh, I wow. do. thumbs up now absolutely yeah um and with that this episode is over goodbye Bye. <laughs>As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.